Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, founder and CEO of the How to Life movement. On Gen Z Today, we discuss practical ways you can boldly live and lead for Christ. Find out how you can have confident hope and make a difference for Jesus, especially when it comes to the Great Commission. Welcome to Gen Z Today. Well, hello, hello, and welcome, friends, to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, and I'm so glad that you are tuning in and joining us for this conversation where uh, every time we have this uh, podcast, we have a conversation about what it means to live and lead for Jesus as members of Generation Z and uh, talk about how uh, some of us sometimes want to make a difference for the Lord, but just don't know how, but... Uh, we like to have conversations on here where we uh, just really bring glory to God for what he's doing in our day and age. And uh, usually every time I have an episode, I'm interviewing a fellow member of Generation Z. And uh, we have a really special guest uh, with us here uh, for this episode. I'm excited for you to meet her. I uh, met her for the first time only a few months ago, but uh, we uh, first got in contact last summer uh, during uh, uh, some of the uh, initial uh, times and in getting ready for the 2022-2023 uh, school year. And uh, she sent us a message and uh, was like, hey, this How to Life thing seems cool. And and uh, I'm excited for you to hear from her. And uh, she is really, really cool, a good friend of mine now. And uh, looking forward uh, for you all to hear from none other than Reina Gonzalez. How are you doing today? Hey, Jordan. I'm doing fabulous now that I'm here in Chicago with you and Sarah. Um, yeah, I'm just so honored to be here. It's crazy how just started with a DM and now I'm on the podcast. I know. I know. It is so great. We're recording in Chicago right now, and it's been great having you here with us, Raina, to hang out and explore the city and uh, and connect about a lot of cool, fun stuff as, as things are moving along with uh, this How to Life movement that uh, I uh, help lead, and uh, and we have uh, been having a good time. We've been uh, able to meet some friends and and do some stuff here, uh, which has been really cool. And uh, but uh, I know back in twenty twenty two last year was when we first connected. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit how how did we first connect? So start with how did you hear mm-hmm. about how to life? Who did you hear about it from? Uh, and then. How, when did we first meet in person with all this? Tell us how, how did we get here? So it was back then where we were, it was like at the end of the pandemic, uh, we were all on TikTok, I think all on Instagram and, um, the Christian TikTok side was starting to grow. And I don't know, I remember being in my room and scrolling and I don't know if it was on TikTok or on Instagram. I'm pretty sure it was on your guys's Instagram. And I scrolled like a little, like uh, I was scrolling and I see David Lotting and I was like, okay, this seems cool. But now I know it's uh, like, you know, legit because <laughs> uh, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, but then I sent a DM because I was like, all right, let's see what happens. And yeah, like you guys responded and it was so cool um, to see like what you guys are doing and the heart behind it. And I was just like, yeah, I got to be involved some way or somehow. Awesome. And then in November, you came to the How to Life Leadership Retreat. That was that was so much fun. And uh, tell me more. What was that like? 
Well, the How to Life in, um, retreat in Connecticut was like life changing to say to say the least. Like I met the most amazing people there, the most amazing uh, lifelong friendships there. And to think it was like just a couple months ago, it feels like a lifetime now. Um, shout out to all the people that I met there. Yes. Let's go I East Coast How to Life squad. Mm -hmm. I think it was the best one so far. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's amazing, Raina. I'm so glad it was amazing getting to meet you up there and having you join us and uh, uh, so many of our amazing friends from kind of all over the Northeast U.S. and then the East and the uh, the Southeast and different areas uh, that were all represented there. Uh, it was a really amazing time and just uh, some great conversations and worship time and, and prayer. And uh, I still remember it. So many amazing memories from mm -hmm. Out of Life uh, Connecticut Retreat and uh, and uh, yeah, and then uh, and now we're hoping for more stuff to come with Out to Life events. And uh, it's been uh, real fun uh, getting to hang out with you here in Chicago and talking about future things and vision and a lot of fun stuff. And and uh, uh, and I'm really glad for to have you on here right now for everyone to be able to get a chance to hear uh, some of the wisdom that God has given you. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a good conversation here. So for sure. Uh, tell us a little bit, Raina, you, uh, just a little bit of kind of your, uh, story and how, how did you, uh, well, first off, where, uh, what, what state are you from? I'm from Wilmington, North Carolina. Yes. Let's go. Now it's the question the <laughs> that every Gen Zer is asking is, is, is that the Outer Banks? It's very close. I think it's a little bit better, um, than the Outer Banks. Uh, I might be biased, but Wilmington is definitely growing on me for sure. And then it's like near the beach. So I think growing up there, having the beach has just been such an impact <laughs> in my life. Um, I don't know. But that town is is really special and really, really precious. So yeah, I'm from there. Good. And then the question is, is are you a pogue or are you a kook or? <laughs> I would definitely say I'm a pogue just because I'm very laid back. And um, nice. Yeah. I think all of us in Gen Z are probably more Pogues. Pogue, uh, at least the people that listen to this podcast, maybe. And anyways, we're referring to the Outer <laughs> Banks OBX TV show on Netflix, which Sponsor is, us. Uh, no, uh, yes, no, not at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I just, I watched season three of that. That was something. It's very intense mm -hmm. and uh, fun, They dragged but it out from they, the- Yeah, they I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting content for sure, but- uh, but anyways, had to bring up Outer Banks, and I've been to the Outer Banks once. I drove through Wilmington. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I've only once and haven't been back. You should go back and okay. try and try. Yes, yes. No. I'll, I'll teach um, Sarah and you how to surf. Yes, we can learn how to surf. That that sounds. Or like if a, not, paddleboarding is also an option. Yes, yes. Awesome. Well, Reina, that sounds amazing. But tell us a little bit more now of of kind of your your story in terms of like how did Jesus change your life? What is the difference that Christ has made in your life? Mm -hmm. How did you come to know the Lord? Tell us just a little bit about your story and kind of yeah, how has Jesus changed your life? No, yeah. So um I always like to say that I grew up in the church. Um and I always had a willing heart. Like I had a good relationship with God to my knowledge um, when I was really young. But 
um, I think what happens is a lot of the times teenagers go through like the puberty stage and then it's just like a lot of um, feeling like you're lost and need direction and you put yourself in so many um, situations that cause you harm and leaves scars. So I think that was a very difficult time for me. And even though I went through like a lot of trials, God was still faithful and I would see his hand and his like lesson to be learned in those moments. I always say like, you know, your trials become your testimonies. And sometimes you have to go through certain things, not for the sake of just you, but for something bigger than you. And like, there's going to be people that you meet later down the road that need you to overcome your trials so that you can relate and comfort them and see and tell them how you went through this, but you got through it with God and th like you can share your wisdom on that. So that was my mindset, even though I was going through some pretty tough times and then it kind of got better. But at the same time, I was wrestling with the fact that how could you be like, how could you live the Christian lifestyle and still have worldly desires? Mm. So I was like, like, it's not clicking. Something's not right. I just got, I just grew frustrated, but I couldn't deny the existence of God because I would feel like him being there through it all. So I just kind of got frustrated, but um, God is so good that he used the pandemic just like for me and for many of us. Um, he used the pandemic to dis like to take all distractions away. And it was literally me just in him. I have the tendency to put a lot of people's needs and desires before my own, like their mm. problems become my problems. So God saw that and I was like, I'm gonna just use this time and it's just gonna be me and him. And it really was, it was like mm. just me and him. And it was the most um, refining season. And I look back and I'm like that, I nothing can compare to the Im intimacy that um, God and I went through because mm. it, he was just, teaching me like having me relearn everything that I thought about God sure and he showed me who he truly was which was beautiful wow now wow. I'm here. <laughs> wow wow well Raina thank you for sharing with us just about your your story and uh in a little bit of uh kind of some of your just openness there on how how God has changed your life mm -hmm. it's so encouraging to hear and uh and for each of us we all have a story and uh, uh and it's so I know for me and for for any of us, sometimes we we all range on the scale of oh, is it, did we grow up in church or did we not grow up in church? Did we have a really big testimony or a really boring testimony? Which no testimony is boring, mm -hmm. um, but uh, for all of us, no matter who we are, no matter how uh, dramatic or not dramatic our story might seem in terms of what our life was like before Jesus and what it is now and what we've gone through. We all have a powerful story of how Jesus has changed our life because no matter who we are, we would be nothing without Jesus. Jesus has changed our life. He is our hope. He is the only one. We are, we are nothing. We are, the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We are all sinful people who desperately need a savior and, uh, uh, and we are who we are today because of Jesus, because of what Christ has done in our life. And, uh, uh, so, but Raina, thank you for sharing some of your story with us. Just, of course, uh, cause it's truly is so special. I love every time we have an episode, I normally get to hear 
from people's story. And uh, it's always one of my favorite parts because I get to hear mm-hmm. about the goodness of the Lord and how just how amazing he is. And uh, but Reino, our theme for today's episode is I think we're just calling it created by God. And uh, we're talking about what it means to be created by God because all of us have indeed been created by God. No matter who we are, God created us. And uh, on the one hand, it's like, well, yeah, Jordan, that's a real simple concept. I know I was created by God. God made me. God made the world. Yeah, we learned that. We, we know that. But uh, sometimes I think we forget that, though, in terms of how we apply that to our everyday life and truly kind of being grounded in, uh, in what that means. But Raina, I know you have... Uh, some stuff you want to share on this theme and, and specifically a scripture passage that you said was your favorite mm-hmm. scripture passage in the Bible. One of my favorites. One of your favorites. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All of us should have multiple favorites, right. honestly, but one of your favorites, uh, what is this choose. passage? Can you tell us a little bit about it and, and read, read to us from it? Yeah. It's Psalms 139. And I really do think when I came across it, um, I found a gem um, and I'm just going to read it first before I explain it. Um, so I hope you guys have the ears to hear because this is honestly really beautiful. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know, when I sit, when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my laying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to obtain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? And if I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light becomes night around me, even the darkness will not be too dark for you. The night will shine like day, for the darkness is as light to you. You have created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, my eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your books before one of them came to be how precious to me are your thoughts god how vast is the sum of them where can i count them they would outnumber the grains of sand when i wake up i am still with you if only god would slay the wicked away from me you who are bloodthirsty they speak of you with evil intent your adversaries misuse your name i do not hate those who hate you lord or abhor those who are in rebellion against you I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. But then, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive ways in me and lead me to the ways of everlasting. Mm. So that verse is really special to me because when I came across this uh, Psalms for the first time, um, I had just talked to God or like mentioned it to him a couple times. And even when I was bringing up like, um, growing up, I would remind of, I would remind me of my younger self and how she would go through tough times and would pray to God that there would be someone there to know what she was going through, like when nobody else saw it and to know 
like the things that nobody else sees. Mm. And I come across his Psalms and I'm like, God, like you have been there through it all. Like there is nothing that I haven't gone through that you weren't there with me. And it just felt so, so like, it was just a new level of his love that I hadn't locked for the first time or like have been brought to realization. And let me see. I also like this verse, this Psalms, because like it talks about like how intentional he is with you alone. Like who are we as human beings to deserve the love of God, but yet he pours it out so completely and he pours it out again and again and again. And it's like, um, we shouldn't be shocked by it because God is our creator and it's in his nature to create. And is also, God is so loving and is in, it, it is in his nature to lavish his love on his creation. So it this was just such a beautiful demonstration of how David really saw himself in the eyes of the Lord as loved and like a love that goes beyond time itself um to think about how you were in God's eyes before your lifetime and you were in God's eyes before your parents lifetime and you were in God's mm. eyes before the creation of the universe mm. so that's so special that's so special to think about um when it, and then it says when I wake I am still with you it's like he is so he is so um what's the word He's so excited to like know you more and mm. more. And I think it just shows a good picture of this constant pursuit he has for our hearts that like never ends. Even when we go up in, in the heavens with him to be with him, it like it never ends. Like we see the angels talk about in uh, Revelations where it's like, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and who is to come. We read that verse and we're like, oh, like they're angels. They have to say that. Or maybe that's what they're supposed to say. But actually, it's like they're constantly singing that and praising him because they get constant and infinite revelation of him and his goodness towards mankind and all creation. So even when we're in heaven with him, like the pursuit never ends. Wow. Wow. No, Raina, I think this is powerful just to think about how we truly have been created by God. Mm. God wants to know us and and uh, in Psalm 139 you you see this and it's described so well mm -hmm. about how God knit us together uh, in our mother's womb and how before the cre creation of the world God knew of us. That's always been a fascinating premise to wrestle with and think about like, whoa, like before even God made the world, he had each of us and also all the future people that don't exist yet in mind. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. And uh, not just pretty cool, but incredibly just awing and mm -hmm. uh, awe-inspiring to think about. And uh, I know for me, I can take heart in that. I've taken heart in that verse. I think for all of us, if we don't know that verse, we should take heart in that verse and and uh and just that biblical truth and and the rest of the Bible echoes it very much so too, just the importance of of creation and how when God 
created the world, like creation is at the beginning of the gospel message for all of us to know just how God created the world initially created it perfect with a, uh, with the, with the goal to uh, be able to have a relationship with his, with, with humanity only for sin to enter the world and for us to uh, flee or for us to uh, run from God and turn our back on God. And mm-hmm. then uh, ultimately needing Jesus to come and reconcile uh, that and make it possible for us to be able to have eternal life with him. Uh, but uh, to, to help restore uh, what that was, but, but to think about just how like God is the one who created us and all things were created by him and for him, mm-hmm. by God and for God, it helps us know. And so many people wonder, why am I here? What's my purpose? Well, I didn't ask to be here. So, well, <laughs> like you hear all this sort of stuff and it's really from a bad worldview, just all this stuff like, like, why am I here? It's just so, I think the enemy works so hard to get people to just wonder who are they and uh, to, uh, but not like in a good way, but like usually it's a bad thing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like I, I'm just, you're just getting by or whatever. But like mm-hmm. we are made for so much more. God has made us. He loves us. He wants to know us and uh, he has a purpose for us. We have purpose and, uh, and it just opens up so much with life and uh, is so encouraging. It is. It is also, um, like you said, um, a lot of young people get really discouraged by like the thoughts that come into their minds and say like, so what is the purpose of life? And like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. And, you know, in Ecclesiastics, it talks about like, there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the answer is really found like in God. It's so simple mm-hmm. than that. But he thought of everything. Like he mm-hmm. didn't just leave us on this earth to um, have us figure it out but he actually gave us a way to have life and experience life to the fullest. And that can only be in his presence. Um, And what I'm learning in this season of my life is I think now it's like three and a half years that I'm in relationship with Jesus. Praise God. Mm, And, (laughs) And I, in the beginning, like in the beginning, I would be like, Oh, I just need to gain so much wisdom. And then there's this verse in Ecclesiastics that says, um, to gain much wisdom is will also gain much sorrow. And, <laughs> oh, no. and I read that and I was like, that this is so true. But I read that again and God is a redeemer of all good things. And mm-hmm. it's just like <laughs> seeing it from a different light. And it's like talking about um, uh, the King Solomon. He said that asking God for all wisdom, right? And God was like, if you could ask anything, what would you ask? And mm. he said wisdom. And it was a good thing. God was very generous when he like gave his wisdom out. Um, But he said he still sensed like King Solomon still sensed something was missing. And that was the intimacy that was lacking um, in that time. Because Mm. now we have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit dwells within us. And we can just be so close to God's presence at any time in any day, in any moment. Um, and we don't have to get ourselves perfect before God, but we just come as we are into the presence of God. And it's so beautiful that he just doesn't leave us at where we're at, but he calls us higher. Mm-hmm. Well, Reina, that's so good just to to think about that. Like God truly wants to know us. He has mm-hmm. a plan for us. We are not alone. We uh, We did not just, we don't just exist. We're not, we didn't come from, 
uh, monkeys or from uh, <laughs> dust or I mean from uh, from we didn't come from a bunch of whatever like, they're saying whatever the people say all saying. sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff uh, we come we we were created we were made for for our creator by and for mm-hmm. Jesus by and for God and uh, and we can take heart in that and it's really really special and uh, but yeah, Raina, as we get toward the end of this podcast episode, could you just maybe for the person who's listening, maybe they struggle with the idea of truly finding their their worth, their uh, their purpose in mm-hmm. in God. What what is your advice for that person? Just maybe you're like sixty seconds. What would you say to the person who's just like really trying to figure out who they are? Yeah. Wow, that's a good question, Jordan. Uh, I asked the Holy Spirit to give me the words because that is a good question. Um, I would say for the young person that is listening, um, just know that there's nothing that can um, like overcome the love that God is trying to pursue you with. Like you don't have to work your way to fit a certain standard before his eyes. You are already made worthy and you are already made loved by God. And it is as simple as just receiving that and having faith in believing that. It's like, sometimes it's like we as humans tend to not be able to receive a good thing because we are in a fallen world and we tend to um, be broken down and like we receive a good thing. And then it's just like, oh, it's gone. Or like, how long did that last? And it was taken away. But The beauty is that God never goes away and he will never go away. That means his love for you will never perish, but it only gets stronger and stronger and stronger as you grow closer to God. Our ultimate um, purpose in life is to be in the presence and intimacy with God. Like that's the one thing that he desires. Um, I think that as Gen Z Christians, we have this perception of, oh, like, you know, we're so on fire for God. Um, but what about like in the future? But mm. for those that are also struggling with that, take heart in the fact that we haven't peaked in our relationship with God. And that's so divinely insane that it's only going to get better and better as we grow more history with God. So even if you're going through a hard time, whatever that may be with God or without God, like build that history with him and like, um, open up your heart to receive a good thing because it mm. is just a good thing. No catch. It is as simple as receiving his love and believing that he is who he says he is. And he wants to be there for you. Even if you don't like, even if you have your doubt or don't have it figured out, like build history with God. It's okay to bring God into your mess, but just like know that it's not always going to be a mess, but he's going to redeem it. Wow. Wow. Well, Raina, this has been so encouraging having you on the podcast and getting to hear from you and just some of uh, the wisdom that God has given you. And uh, I'm glad that you didn't see the wisdom as, as sorrow, mm-hmm. but as a, as a good thing too, because there, um, there's two sides to it. Yes. Two multi- many sides to it. Cause like Proverbs is like, pray for wisdom, pray for wisdom. And then and Ecclesiastes then yeah. is like, wisdom is sorrow. Yeah. It's but like, then it Whoa. like, it's cool because it's like wisdom puff, like without um, love, wisdom is going to puff you up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's 
that's the cool thing about it's so true about it. And uh, but Raina, before we're done, would you be willing to pray mm-hmm. for the person who's been listening just for everything we've been talking about and how they can truly ground themselves in being created by God? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, of course, I would love to. Um, let's close our eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, my beloved King, we just thank you for this opportunity that um, that you get to use um, whoever speaks on this podcast and minister to those that are listening, Lord. Um, may we just ask that whoever is listening, God, in whatever season in their life, may you just open up their hearts. May they have eyes to see and ears to hear um, for them to receive your your goodness, God, um, that they may grow into intimacy and chase your, your presence above all everything else um that they may know constantly as they wake up may they just feel your presence lord um that even if they take one step backwards or one step forward that they may just know that there's nothing that they can do that will mess up the plan of god for their lives that you will restore all things and we just thank you for the person that is listening god um hopefully that they receive this with love um that comes from you and thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving us the words and the knowledge to speak um, what you want us to speak, for we can't do a good thing without you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Reina, this has been wonderful having you on Gen Z today. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for more to come. And uh, uh, and yeah, so uh, for those of you that have been listening, <laughs> Uh, thank you for tuning in. We want to encourage you to listen to more of the episodes of what we've had for Gen Z today. We've had uh, many amazing episodes uh, with young people all over the world who have been interviewed uh, on this podcast. And uh, if you are wanting to uh, get more involved in, in things, we want to encourage you to uh, first off, follow the Gen Z Today podcast page on Instagram also, the at How to Life Movement page on Instagram. We would love to talk with you about how you could maybe get involved with doing something to reach your friends and your community for Jesus. Uh, if you are uh, wanting to be a part of helping reach our generation, that's what the How to Life Movement's all about. Uh, and then I'm on uh, social media at, at Jordan Whitmer, and I would love to connect with you all. But uh, guys, this has been amazing having you on, and are so excited for you to tune into hopefully more episodes. Uh, of the Gen Z Today podcast. Thank you again, Raina, for being here. And uh, it was thank- a pleasure. So good having you here, Raina. And uh, to the listener, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I invite you to subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends about the Gen Z Today podcast. Tune in each Wednesday for a brand new episode. On Instagram, you can follow at Gen Z Today Podcast, as well as my page at Jordan Whitmer. Gen Z Today is sponsored by How to Life Movement with a mission to reach, disciple, and mobilize Gen Z young people for Christ. Gen Z Today and How to Life Movement are made possible because of the generous financial partnership of friends like you. To find out more, visit our website, genztoday.com. That website again is genztoday.com. See you next time on Gen Z Today.